How, how's it been now moving into, you know, how big is your organization personally? Uh, well, we're up to five employees and, you know, we're about to cross the seven figure mark probably next year. So we are, you know, it, it's growing. I mean, it's only been since 2019. So I've considered that pretty quickly. And, uh, but yeah, I'm pulling what I like from my experience in corporate and leaving what I don't like. And there's a lot more leaving than keeping, but so <laughs> we'll leave it at that. <laughs> have you pulled that you do like? I like the structure. I like mm -hmm. method methodologies and frameworks that seem to work to enable you to train people and replicate your process really easily. I started my career working at McDonald's actually when I was 14. Wow. And there is no better organization to teach you the value of consistency in operations. I know you're a COO yourself. So mm -hmm. like they are the kings of how to actually create a scalable operation. And I learned so much about business from working there for six years, probably more than business school, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, I think if you're able to train 14, 15, 16-year-olds on process, you probably are probably the, the best yes. in the industry. So I, I love that. And what would you leave behind? I'm sure a lot, but... <laughs> a lot of cultural aspects, a lot mm -hmm. of mentalities, a lot of the... Um, the communication channels, the outdated ways of interacting with each other and with clients, like having to email everything passive aggressively per my last email, CC your <laughs> boss. Like, yeah, I just, it feels so childish now, high school cafeteria wise coming out of it and going, God, we were just part of this like overall system that was very mean girlsy when you look back at it. <laughs> oh, totally. Like I've worked in organizations where, like you mentioned, it's very, very like, passive aggressive no one's really happy to be there and you know it, it's it, it's it's a rough environment so how do you have you like shifted that in your own work culture yeah i mean i've consciously tried to create an environment that was really supportive and actually i have an example of what happened once when i had a, an, a team member um, I, I reached out to her and I said, so uh, when do you think you can get this done? Do you think you can get this done by friday and what i failed to realize was she also came from public accounting and and not to knock public accounting, but there's a whole language associated with that where where a partner says to you, can you get this done by Friday? That was not a question. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guilty but, of that. <laughs> right. It was not a question. Yeah. It, it had a question mark on it, but it really wasn't meant with to have a yes or no answer. Mm -hmm. It was just kind of, okay. So um, I failed to realize that a lot of people interpret it as not a question, but I genuinely am going, is it reasonable? Mm -hmm. What is a reasonable timeline for you to get this done so I can set proper expectations with the client? But without saying that, I said, so when do you think you can get this done? And they're like, tonight, absolutely. Can you get it done? I'll stay up till midnight. I'll do what I have to do. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, the trauma's coming back. Okay, hold on. I actually meant to ask a question. And I realized that there's a cultural assumption when you have all that background with corporate that like that's the way you've always been spoken to or how you interpret the language. So I actually had to do a lot of like, I guess it's unprogramming. Uh, and mm -hmm. in starting my own business, had to realize that that language matters and that there are certain assumptions about what you're saying without saying it. Totally. And, you know, like efficient communication isn't always effective communication. And that's something that like for me, I'm uh, I'm very short sometimes via text. Where Same. I'm, I'm like, hey, like sounds good or whatever. Yeah. And I yes, uh, no. OK, thanks. Totally. Yeah. And for a lot of people who, because we're, I would consider us a startup, right? We, we have, yeah. we're almost close to a hundred employees across all of our different brands. Um, but the majority of the people don't have like the true corporate experience. Like a few of our like leadership team does, et cetera. But so for a lot of people, like the short communication style is fine and it works, but I brought somebody in um, as a COO of like, so basically the way it works, I'm the COO of our parent company. Then we have um, COOs at each individual business unit. Um, but I brought somebody in from corporate and like, like she, she asked me like, is everything okay? Like, are, uh, uh, am I, am I still in good standing? I was like, yeah, like I, like 
we are i yeah. promise we are so good but like i i recognize that i have to be a lot more um cl- clear and transparent with my communication otherwise it can definitely be misconstrued so yeah. like are there any practices that you use to make sure that you're providing as much context and for lack of a better word fluffing it, it up a little yeah, I realize that I'm just better verbally because I can get tonality. Like sarcasm doesn't mm. translate without without the, the sound of it. So I have to, and I'm a very dry, sarcastic person and I don't take things too seriously. Like I have high standards, but I also have empathy and meet people mm. where they're at, right? I want to challenge them. There's that balance of everything. Like you want to be everything to everybody. You want to be that person who challenges them, but nurtures them. And it's mm-hmm. hard to balance that. So I would say voice notes. I always send voice notes saying like, hey, quick question. Like if I sent it the way that I said it, it, I would have like, was it resting B message? Um, It's like, whoa, okay. And the tone, the tone would totally get misconstrued. But when I send voice notes, I feel like I can kind of be softer. I can, I can add nuance. I can add tonality and I'm just stronger in that sense. So I'd send voice notes and then I allow them to transcribe it. We use Slack a lot. We use Mm -hmm. other messengers. So that's been helpful in just knowing like where my strengths are so that I don't damage the culture of the team because of a habit I've carried over from corporate. Yeah. And how did you understand what your strengths were in communication? When did that click? I think, well, it clicks when it's, it's, you know, where the boundaries are when you hit them (laughs) and you know where it's like when you're drinking in college, it's like, well, now we know that, like now we know where that line is and (laughs) And we learn and we don't cross that again. Right. But like, you only know where the boundaries are when you, when you approach them. And I think that I had to get the feedback in real time from team members going like, Hey, or even clients that were like, you're really cold when you send an email Mm -hmm. and I go, I'm so sorry. I've been deposed in front of the SEC and I've had my laptop taken and scrubbed. So I write, I write every email like it's going to be read in court because it has. And I go, I go, because I've experienced that when I was 23 I am forever going to write emails as though it will be read in front of the president of the United <laughs> States and I have to defend it. That's so smart. I, yeah, yeah, but I have that lawyer mentality in a sense. So, mm-hmm. so people who are creatives, who are my clients, who are maybe like that softer, more empathetic, they're like, you are so cold. And I say, I'm not cold. I'm really just like trying to protect myself <laughs> because I'm scared. And I realized that that's where I had to, but they gave me that feedback and they would mm-hmm. tell me, hey, like, for what it's worth, you have a very different feel for your emails versus your, you know, phone calls. Um, we constantly think you're mad at us. And I was like, okay, noted. I have to mm-hmm. really unpack why and take that feedback, which I'm so grateful that my clients are willing to be real with me and tell me that. Totally. And, and that's the same thing with me. Like I naturally am like a little warmer, more personable, but I also have to make a point to go do it, right? Because there's sometimes where like as a COO in the office, I have eyes on me all the time. Right. So if I show up just a little different than I did yesterday or, you know, maybe I was warm one time and now like I'm just a lot more transactional, like, is everything good? Is everything okay? So I I know that I consciously always have to show up this like the same way, be consistent.